Hey, wholesome humans, and welcome back to the Ash Gracie podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by the wonderful Bianca Bishop, and we are today going to talk about our high school experiences and what we both thought about the college application process. And we're going to end today with some tips on how to make the most of college applications and the kind of mindset that you should be having to make the best out of this time. Hope you enjoy! Explaining our high schools. Yeah, that that's it. that works. Um, <laughs> I can go first. Um, I went to a high school called Lowell. It's in San Francisco. It's a public school, so that means it's free for anyone who goes there. Um, and it it was it's it's what's considered a magnet school. So in middle school, you have to apply to the school. They look at your middle school GPA. They look at or you take a test. Um, you t- you submit essays, and then if you do well, you get in. If you don't, y- you have to go to a different high school. That um, is crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely insane to me. Yeah, so you're like 12, 13 years old, applying to high school. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it has around between 2,000, 3,000 kids, um... And it's it's sixty percent Asian, roughly a little more, um, and less than five percent black. That needs work. Yeah, guys, we need to change. <laughs> we need to change something about this world. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's definitely so interesting coming from me, who's gone to a K through twelve school, and I've literally walked the same two doors for every single day for 14 years of my life from the age of three to when I graduated at 17 um yeah and it just I mean it's I went to an international school so yes a a private school and and again like I acknowledge the amount of privilege I had to to say that and it was just interesting because while there were there was a, a strong difference between like primary and secondary but not so much between like middle and high school a little bit but it was kind of like middle school and then like jun- uh, freshman sophomore and then junior senior was like its own kind of section mm-hmm. but all of the students kind of mixed and all of the classes kind of mixed um and we because also like the program was different because we did the IB the international baccalaureate and so we had they we were able to focus on different we had to like we had to take a certain number of subjects and we had to take one from like every subject area um and it was definitely a rigorous course but it's I feel like it's interesting because I feel like with APs at least from what I understand it's like you're taking a certain course load and then you choose how many like APs to put on top of that is that kind of how it works uh no so also I should mention that while Lowell is a public school it has sort of the opportunities of a private school because it gets extra funding which is why so many people apply to it and try and get in because it's basically it's a it's a way to get into if you're if you're like a lower class person it's how it's a way to get a higher class education um for free um 
but uh, yeah, a I'm not familiar with the IB system, but the way APs work um, is you take it in place of a regular class. So maybe I, I could take um, biology or AP biology. Hmm. Um, sometimes like there's a prerequisite for an AP, like you have to take geometry before you can take AP geometry. There's not an AP geometry, but that's an example. Interesting. Um, but basically an AP class is a college level course. Mm-hmm. So it's it's designed to be as hard as a college class and you're taking it in high school. Um, and you can get college credit for it because you know it, it is genuinely as hard as a college class. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more homework, the tests are harder, and then at the end of the year you take an AP test, which you get a score of one to five. Um, anything above, three and above is passing, four and five are good, two and one it's Let's not even go let's there. Not, let's not even go there, <laughs> God. Fair. Fair. No, that's, again, like, that's interesting. And it's, it's interesting because, like, because Hong Kong is such a, an international city, there are, there are basically, like, four different types of programs that kind of happen. You have, like, the local schools, which will do the HKDSE, which is kind of like the, whatever the local curriculum is. And then you have the schools that will do, like, A-levels which is the British system. (laughs) We're going to just keep going. And then you have, there are some American schools or American-run schools in Hong Kong. So I do, I have friends in Hong Kong who did the AP. Yeah. Who did AP. And so I kind of have a brief understanding of what that means. Um, And then you have most of the international schools that run under the IB, the International Baccalaureate Program, which in itself is very chaotic and very stressful. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that definitely junior and senior year, and it's interesting because actually, like, I'm only referring to those as that because I'm right now, like, for context and Mm -hmm. America. (laughs) Because I'm I'm here now, but, like, nobody, nobody at home refers to them as junior or senior year. It's, like, we have like grades, mm-hmm. so it's it would be like grade eleven and twelve, which is, is weird because no one here refers to that to yeah. them as that, which is yeah. definitely not in college at least. In high school, it's sometimes a bit. Yeah, yeah no, I'm referring more to yeah, yeah, high yeah. school. Um, but yeah, I just think that's so interesting. And only it's like junior senior year where the only like I guess in sophomore and freshman a little bit people were kind of aware about like the end goal is college, but no one really seriously started to think about it till like junior year because everyone was like let's just get through this this year and then we'll see what happens yeah um which i think is very interesting yeah and that's definitely a huge contrast from my experience which we were talking a little earlier about which is what actually prompted this whole like (laughs) this whole thing yeah um is is i going into high school college was the number one goal day one like like you know age 14 my number one goal in life was to get into a good college and that's and that's not because like I value education even though I do (laughs) um (laughs) it's because of the culture at that school which was everyone you need to go to a good college in order to have value and a good college is an Ivy League school um and Obviously, like now in retrospect, I know that that's not true. You can have you have value in life just by existing, and a good college is not necessarily an Ivy League school. Um, but you know, 
you also need to consider that the people in this school are age 14 to 18. They're in their formative years. They're learning how to see themselves, how to where they fit in, into the world. And they're going to a school where every day, like I literally don't think I went a single week my entire time at high school where college wasn't mentioned either by a teacher, by a student, by myself. Wow. So, you know, you're learning at when you're going through your fundamental adolescence development period that the only value you have is to get how, into a good yeah, school. Yeah, to get into to go a good college. college. Yeah, how you look on your application. Like, literally freshman year, my first, even my first couple weeks, I was thinking, what clubs can I join? Can I get a, can I be a president of a club? You know, is what's going to look good on my application? Exactly. On is my this going to look good on my application? Like, I, because I, also the way that um, my high school worked is you could choose your own classes, because um, it was designed to be more similar to a college where, you know, you had an arena slot, which was a nightmare, where you would, like, you would enroll in classes. Oh, so, like, your um, en- enrollment time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, and <laughs> so, you know, you chose your own classes. So I was freshman year, my first couple weeks, I was already planning out my next four years of classes, and I was planning out how can I take the max number of APs, how can I look best on my college application, how can I get the highest GPA? Um, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, what do I want to learn? What do what what am, what is going to be interesting to me? Mm-hmm. It was what's going to look good, um, yeah. because that was all that mattered. Yeah. Was was how did my application look? And it's interesting because I feel like looking back, like there's I don't know. I definitely find that found that in my high school experience there was definitely a level of do things for the the resume and the application that was kind of more put on by my family. To be very honest. Um, but it's interesting because I feel like you're, the way that we think about certain aspects of life, such as what our goals are and what we should be aiming for, are definitely made by the people around us and yeah. the environment. And so, like, for you, having your your school environment be that toxic, if I can say <laughs> yeah, that. I, I think that's a fair <laughs> word. <laughs> is what kind of led you to be thinking about doing things for the sake of only your application or only your resume and things like... Um, mentalities that that we believe are just solely by that so it's really about like obviously yes at the age of 13 14 it's not like you have a whole idea of what options you have in terms of high school or whatever but at least like now going forward i think something that that's really important that people can start doing is really starting to put like put yourself in, in, in situations that let you not just let you do what you truly want and like help you become the person you really want to be but put yourself in positive healthy environments that really let you grow because sometimes while limiting environments in the long run can let you grow in the short run you will struggle and that's not fun yeah as we as we know yeah (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah i think that's just a very interesting way to see yeah, um, yeah, like, my high school was, there was literally a documentary made about it, it came out, like, over COVID, um, it was called Try Harder, which, when I first read that title, I was like, wow, they could not, there's not a more perfect name for this documentary, because that is absolutely it, it's, you have to try harder, you have to literally, like, kill yourself over grades, because nothing is more valuable than getting into college, and, um, I wasn't saying this earlier when we were in Epicurea because it wasn't appropriate, um, but 
like literally I had a teacher my freshman year the first couple weeks say you know you have to look out for yourself because every other year we have an we have a successful suicide attempt at the, a successful suicide at the school on average every other year and there are more attempts that are unsuccessful that we don't talk about um the first time there were there were three suicides when I was at school there two were students one was a teacher um the first one was the beginning of my junior year they didn't announce it as a suicide they they said after a brief hospitalization Sophia has passed away and um yeah I think the the most telling part about that story is that even before they said that she had passed away I thought oh god I hope this isn't a suicide because because I knew the kind of environment that we were in yeah you know and I knew it was bound to happen at some point while I was there and when they when the teacher went up like all serious and said guys we have an announcement to make I thought oh god someone someone is dead you know that was my first thought and um that is insane like the fact that like mental mental health like aside the fact that a teacher can say oh we're in this environment where suicides are common yeah something is wrong with the environment yeah and i mean i don't know what that school's like now but i really hope it it's gotten better i i mean i've only been gone for a year and a half i can't yeah. imagine it changed that much um Gosh. and i think like a couple months afterwards they did like they did like a mental health day which you know doesn't do anything because we just had to go to a mandatory assembly where they said it was I mean the presenters were great but you know that's not going to change anything um I at one point they were playing a video where they were talking about suicide and I I had to walk out because I was I just I couldn't deal with it um and and the thing is um is I I walked out, I went into the courtyard, I was like, because I was, I started crying, you know, and stuff, because I was all emotional, as one is, you know, it's a sensitive topic, um, and I sat in the middle of the courtyard, because I didn't know where else to go, I didn't, I couldn't think of a place to hide, to cry, so I was just sitting in the middle, in the open courtyard, and people were walking past, not even, not even looking at me, like, they would sometimes make eye contact with me and move on, and, um, I, I am lucky enough to never have been in a place where I've seriously considered suicide, but in that moment, I, I understood how someone got, I understood how she got there. I was like, oh, I, I see it. That's what this school is. That's how that happened. It's not, it's not random. It's because of the way that this school is built. I am so sorry. <laughs> and it's I am okay. so glad you are no longer at that school. I, I'm okay now. That's, that's what matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's... <laughs> I haven't decided if that's staying or not, but I'm glad we discussed it. Yeah, um, that's all. You have my permission to use whatever you want. Cool. Um, I may t- take that part out because it is a lot, and I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But, um, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if that if, that... if that's not the definition of a toxic school, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah, so... Let's talk college applications. Yeah. <laughs> how, how was that process for you? It was the most stressful process of my life. Genuinely, I had, I had more panic attacks doing the college apps than I have at any other point in my life. And I've had a good, I've had a good chunk of panic attacks yeah. in my life. Interesting. Um, 
like because there's so much pressure because what the mentality was is at least the way I was seeing it is getting into a good college is the is validation it's proof that you're smart it's proof that you work hard if you don't get into a good school it's because you don't work hard and you're not smart absolutely so no I feel that 100% yeah so you you need to get in otherwise you're not a good person is basically yeah. what at least you've been taught yeah um uh, Do you feel like that mentality was coming from your school, your parents, yourself, or all of it? Um, my parents actually were not at all a factor in this. Interesting. Um, they, they were always like, Bianca, you should calm down. You should, you should do other stuff. And I was like, no, I have to do this. Otherwise, you know. So basically yourself and your school and your parents were the ones who were like, yeah, you're doing a lot. That is so interesting. Because for me, it's kind of the opposite. It was like me, my parents, and my school was the one like, you are so ahead of the schedule. What do you, you don't need to be doing that much right now. Um, but I guess for me, I also, I also saw college apps in a slightly different light because for me, I mean, also in the, in the, in the brink of like COVID and everything, um, COVID affected my mental health horribly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just as say it, that. As it as, did as, most people. As, as it does. And so we kind of got to the point where college was my survival tool. It was mm-hmm. like I needed to get there. I needed to go somewhere where I could kind of figure out who I was as a person because I felt like I lost all, all sense of that um, by being at home all the time. And I guess I, I needed a new environment. And okay, maybe the intention wasn't to move as far away as possible, but <laughs> it I, worked out that way. <laughs> it, it, it worked out that way. And I'm currently on the other side of the world from <laughs> my entire family. Um, but that's okay. And so for me, it was like every moment I had even a minute of spare time, I would be either working on a spreadsheet or doing college research. And it wasn't because I was like, I need to get into a good college. It was like, I need to get into college. I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like every time I could do something towards that goal, I did it because I was like, this, I need to just get out of here. And that's literally what kept me going through junior and senior year. Mm-hmm was the entire process and so the summer between junior and senior year I I have a calendar which I can show you later where it literally says every single application that I did and when I did it and I literally had all of them done before I, I started senior year and I gave them all to like I, my guidance counselor who has to like check them and I think I started applying the beginning of October and all my friends were still working on their like first drafts <laughs> and I was like well why am I doing this um because I want it like badly <laughs> the thing about me is that I may not it's interesting because they're they're I'm very picky with like things that I enjoy and things that I like but once I have made a decision and I've decided that I want something I will go to no end to make it happen and I just think that's so interesting. And college was a big one like that for me. And it was like, if I if I truly want something, you'll know. Yeah. You will be <laughs> able to tell. If there's something I am truly passionate about, if there's a project like this podcast that I'm really 
determined to make happen, I will make it happen. Yeah. And so for me, that's how I saw it. So like, yes, obviously there is a sense of stress. Um, For me, my stress was more focused on my grades because I was like, I found schools that I want to go to and now that I see that there is this world out there, I want to be able to get the grades and write everything in order to get it. But it was also because I was so determined to kind of get everything done, my stress wasn't in terms of like writing essays or anything, it was just I need to get the grades, Mm -hmm. everything else I've done already. And then read in the waiting game. Yeah, that's also kind of stressful. But yeah, so I think that's interesting because I definitely saw stress when it came to college applications in a very different way than I feel like a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because like I never, I never really saw college as an escape or an experience. It was like an object to acquire. Mm. Like I need to like, you know, like the the. I was going to make a Mario reference, but I've never played Mario. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, just the token at the end of a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, That's the end goal. Yeah, it's the end goal. Like, I I never thought past 23. I never knew what was going to happen after that. Honestly, um, that that's... I feel that, because honestly, for the longest time, I don't think... For the longest time, I never saw past high school. Mm-hmm. And then... The old, I think the first time that I seriously started thinking post high school was January of 2020. Wow, that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, because, um, like obviously in the back of my mind I knew like okay after high school I'm gonna go to college, but I never seriously thought about it mm-hmm. because I just I could only see till high school like that was that was it. I've been in the same environment my entire life. I knew nothing outside of it. Um, to an extent, I wasn't sure that I was going to make it past high school. I'm going to be very, very honest, and I will probably cut this out, <laughs> but anyway. Um, and so, yeah, January 2020, because my school closed in January. Um, my dad couldn't go for work, so, and he was, he couldn't go, go to China for work, because that's where his work is based, and so he was like, you know what? America's open, so I might do a, a trip, a business trip there. Um, if you find like ten colleges, we can we can go and visit. And so I spent that entire like week planning a two week trip to the U.S. Ten schools in ten days. Wow! And in February 2020, we went on this trip. And as I started doing research, I was like, I actually want to go to university so badly and see the world and learn and it just and that's when I kind of saw more mm-hmm. to life and it was a big like come on I'm just holding on so I can go to university mm-hmm. so now I would say I mean again now that I'm in this environment it's hard for me to, to see post university but No, I don't really have the same mentality in terms of like not being able to see myself be here post then. I don't know. That's a whole nother story that we can talk <laughs> about when this is over. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I kind of get what you mean, but at the same time it was like it was definitely an escape for me. Mm-hmm. Um for a lot of reasons, but 
And it, like, it still is now, I feel. Maybe that's not healthy, but... Oh, well. <sighs> oh, well. My family knows that I am most likely going to end up living on a different continent to them. Whether that be here or the UK <laughs> or, you know, wherever in the world I end up. Because really, I could end up absolutely anywhere. And that's they will fine. just have to deal with that, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that is a wrap up. Yeah. Um, hmm. What's a good wrap up? How would you look? Um, oh, I was going to say advice to your younger self. Ooh. To who is still applying to college or something. Ooh. Or like anyone who's applying to college. People who are applying to college. Yes. I would say. Think of the bigger picture. Think of person who you want to be at college and aim don't aim to get to a certain place aim for the kind of person you want to be at college um and know that genuinely wherever you end up and whatever happens is is where you're supposed to end up at least that's what I firmly believe Mm -hmm. you yeah um I'd say that, um, since, like, the mentality was, like, whatever your dream is, you need a good college to get into it, um, that's not true. Yeah. You know, colleges, first, first of all, once you graduate college, it's, it's a whole world out there, you know? College is just a section of your life. It's for sure. four years of your life. You know, you could live to be a hundred. Four years is not gonna make or break your life. Mm-hmm. Um... And as for a good college, you don't need an Ivy League. College is whatever you make of it. You could go to an Ivy League and learn nothing. You could go to a community college and get the best education ever. You know, it all depends on how you use the opportunities that are there. You know, you don't need to go to a great college to have a great experience. Um, you don't need to go to what society says are great colleges exactly. to have a good experience. Yeah. That's um, absolutely true. Yeah. You, um, I'd say you don't have to spend your whole time or all your, how, that's not how I want to phrase it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, thinking about the future is great and all, you know, like it's good to have plans, but it can't be at the expense of the present and your current experience. Focus on the present first. Yeah, don't. Focus on the future in the future. <laughs> yeah. For focus on the present first and focus on the future after. And try not to focus on the past because at the end of the day, you cannot change it. You are where you are right now just because that's how things went and that's how life goes and instead of thinking about, "Oh, what if I had done this differently?" Think about where you are now and think about where you want to go and just just start from now. Mm-hmm. Start now. And get to where you want to go. Because if you think about the past, you're never going to get anywhere in life. Yeah. Um, I'd say the world is a lot bigger than high school. It yeah. seems It seems all-consuming, like it's the only thing that exists. Once you leave it, it's, like, it's, it's a whole, there's a whole world out there. Yeah, there's a whole world out there. And I hope everyone gets to see how big the world truly is. Wonderful. Thank you for being a part of this episode. That's a good note to end on. Indeed, it is.
Thank you so much to Bianca for being on today's episode. And don't forget, you're amazing, you are loved, and I thank you for being here.